after these messages we'll be right back i can't believe i ate that whole thing are you in good hands and now a word from our sponsors Hey, everybody. Welcome to After These Messages, bringing you hot takes on commercial breaks. That's right. We are here to talk about TV commercials tonight. The good ones and the bad ones and the ones where people say weird shit like this. Hey, is that drool? No, it's a sock. Cool. My name is Andrew Walsh. I'm here with Genevieve Haz. Hello. Hello. I think I cut that short. There's supposed to be a cool at the end of that, I thought. No? Hey, is that drool? No, it's a sock. Cool. We'll hear it in its entirety later okay. on. Uh, in fact, that is a little hint of what we were talking about on the show today. Today's topic, cajoling kids. And if you heard me closely, were you listening carefully? Cajoling, I spelled it with a K there. Oh, I Because see. you're talking about, you know, you know, sometimes a backwards K is fun, too, when you're talking about kids stuff. Right, because kids write so cute. Kids corner. Yeah. Yeah, but we're going to talk about cajoling kids. Can't get your kids to do something? Don't worry. Marketers have solutions for you. They won't clean their room. Hey, we have a product we want to sell you. Awesome. They won't brush their teeth. Hey, got a product <laughs> to solve that problem, too. Although I am a little bit dubious about if any of these things are going to work. I mean, I'm sure you'd love it if they could find a product that would make me clean my room. <laughs> they have that product. It's called me. I clean the room. <laughs> uh, also, we will, of course, check in with the Ad Council. We have an honest-to-God jingle singer that we'll be um, sharing with you, plus a, a voicemail that I awkwardly skipped last week, if you'll recall. I do recall. In fact, I thought I had played it, and yes. then you said we never played any voicemails, but we will get to that. But first, let's start by talking about the kids in America. doing beefs i'm good good i feel i feel like i just kind of rushed through that i didn't really take any time to you know kind of that's gauge okay I, you. You, I didn't do any of the show prep so i don't really have a lot to add right now are you excited i'm very excited i think we have a lot of good commercials today um i would like to ask you a question if you don't mind I'd like to start with this question genevieve are you tired of trying to get your kids to take a shower so tired of it i thought you might they don't never worry. my kids never take showers i know well I have the perfect solution for Great. you. It's called Shower Wow. Shower now. Shower Wow. <laughs> Shower now. Shower Wow. Okay, let me catch you up really quickly. <laughs> for the, this is amazing. For the listener at home who cannot see these images, the Shower Now is shot in black and white. And we see some kid's hand reluctantly turning the knob on the shower. And then it'll be intercut with shower. Wow. And suddenly it looks like a dance party in the shower. We see a little boy and maybe a maybe a teenage or preteen uh, girl. And they're uh, dancing around. And the shower head is all flashy and colored lights. And it's making the water it's like color. Disco. It's like, like a, a discotheque. It's like a damn disco shower. Introducing Shower Wow, the amazing new shower head that transforms water into a cascade of color. Ordinary showers are boring, which is... It doesn't, you know, on the screen it says it tr it transforms water into color. That would be something. That's, I mean, that, I mean if scientifically, that, that would be amazing. Scientifically, that would be... I feel like this would be a, a sort of an underutilization <laughs> of that technology. I, I think it's more accurate to say that it 
adds a colored light to the water. Yes. It doesn't transform water into light rays. It's a, it, Yeah, it's not alchemy. That would We're be, not turning like, you know, lead into gold here. That would be amazing. Showers are boring, which is why kids never want to get in. But Shower kids Wow is anything but boring as it magically transitions through all the colors of the rainbow, from orange and purple to blue and then green. Those are you all know. of them. You got it. That's what I was going to you know, all the colors of the rainbow. And by the way, orange, sh- yellow, blue, and green. <laughs> one of them was purple. One of them was blue. There is no difference. Your kids will be begging to get in and get clean. Simply remove your shower now head and replace it's it with- It's not a-, a shower now head. It's just a shower head. Stop renaming my current shower head. What? Remove your shower now head and replace it with our high quality shower wow head. And you're done. Just like that, when you turn on the faucet, you'll release a cascade of color. No hardware and no batteries required shower wow is powered by water pressure for years of continuous Does use it do this and the high- this ad also seems to imply that there's some kind of like disco ball like a refraction like moving lights happening oh yeah you do sort of see like kind of yeah the disco ball effect on the shower walls but yes. no that is i believe that is what marketers call bullshit uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah i think that's like it's uh, just it just it's just a it's just a light I believe so. Now, it is interesting that no batteries... And it's also BYO music, right? Yeah. BYO uh, club mixes. It's interesting that it doesn't take batteries, though. They claim that it's powered by water pressure. That is interesting. I mean, that's... Yeah. I mean, again, I feel like that is sort of the best piece of this story here from a technology standpoint. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Because we know that water creates power, so that's kind of interesting. By the way, uh, these are long commercials today because most of them are the kind of as seen on TV. Info, Yeah, and they're almost all two minutes long. I won't play all of the commercials in their entirety, but this is a really kids-focused show, and so I want to get the testimonials from the kids. I'd also really like to hear from ad counselors about whether it is, in fact, truly difficult to get children to take showers because the children in this commercial could not be more unhappy about having to take a plain old regular water shower. You mean a shower now? A shower now. A, right, right. A clear water shower. No, they want to take a shower. Wow. <laughs> as you'll hear. Well, I mean, I do think that's kind of a trope, right? It's hard to get kids to take a bath and like it's always like an ordeal. They so. want to stay I mean, up they, and play. They're showing a toddler, which I get, but I, I and maybe a toddler could be, you know, diverted with this with this interesting new thing in the shower, like fun in the tub, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, to- tub toys. Yeah. That's a real thing. The girl doing it is clearly in her like late tweens, early teens. And if this girl is having a hard time, if we're having a hard time getting this girl to take a shower on the reg, like I think you need to get a family therapist involved. Well, or that is so expensive. Just get a shower. <laughs> Just wow. A Just shower listen to what, you, wow. listen to what she has to say. It's such a cheaper alternative to family therapy. Great with any decor. Everyone loves Shower Wow. From formerly fussy toddlers to teenagers who were bored there no more. It's awesome. You have to try one. Seriously. It makes taking a shower so much fun. All the colors are really cool. I love that. All the colors are really cool. It'd be funny if you had one color that's like, that one color kind of isn't cool. Most of the colors are really cool. Most of the colors are really cool. (laughs) Yellow. Shower Wow makes my two-year-old want to get in the water, and it keeps him distracted while I get him clean. So why settle for a boring, ordinary shower head, especially when even the cheapest ones cost almost $40? That's not true. Get Shower Wow and transform your water into a cascade of color. Uh, real talk, I'd try it. You would try it? I mean, if I, somebody gave it to me at a white elephant, I'd probably hook that it up. That is a good white elephant gift. Yeah. yeah. No question. You know what people would say when they open it? 
Wow. Wow. Shower. Wow. I, I mean, you are already so excited about taking showers. Yeah. It might be too much for you, honestly. <laughs> that, is, that is true. I'm also kind of a shower purist, you know? Right. Like, do, do I really need you that? You take a shower as God intended. <laughs> exactly. With regular Fully old, clothed. Fully clothed so that no one can see your shame. <laughs> Genevieve, can I ask you a question? Sure. Are you tired of getting your kids to clean their room? I bet you I would be tired of that for reals. Like, <laughs> I, I, knowing myself, I can barely bring myself to clean my room. Wait, actually, let me ask you a different question. Would you notice if your kids <laughs> hadn't cleaned their room? I honestly don't know. Well, Genevieve, I can tell that you're tired of getting your kids to clean their room. <laughs> so that's why I'd like to introduce you to Tummy Stuffers. Honey, make sure your room is clean. Tummy Stuffers! Here's a really big surprise! Tummy Stuffers eat everything right before your eyes! Okay, let's explain what we're seeing here. These are like, um... This is a real loose definition of clean your room, it, by the way. It, it wouldn't wash in my, the house I grew up in. It really is a loose definition. So, a tummy stuffer is something about the size of a stuffed animal. But it's hollow on the inside. It's an, and it's an kind, animal. Kind of like a, yeah. They're like it, monkeys and hippos and yeah, stuff, right? Yeah, and it's hollow on the inside, but not like a puppet where it's open at the bottom. Instead, it's open at the top through their mouth. So you can shove all of your clothes and anything. We'll, we'll go through the commercial. You can shove anything into a tummy stuffer. <laughs> and it makes cleaning your room fun. And at the end, you got a big stuffed belly. Like that right there, she's shoving a stuffed was She's that, making it eat other stuffed animals, yeah, which that I seems, think is macabre. It's certainly something to keep an eye on. Tummy stuffers just can't get enough of all the knickknacks on your floor. Or blankets and pillows. Tummy stuff more. Why did you put your whole bed cover in oh, there? This is, good. this is good. The kid's just throwing an entire textbook into it. What did you say? What The one girl had what appeared to be a coverlet on her bed, which was doing its job yeah, of covering being a covering the, for the bed. Sure. And she just stuffs that all in the tummy stuffer. <laughs> I know. I feel like if a kid really took this literally, like the, the we must feed the tummy stuffer. Like, <laughs> yeah. we gotta... watch out, watch out, family. It really is. Watch out, dad's checkbook. They gotta feed the beast. Stuff for school. Hey, is that drool? No, it's a sock. Cool. Yummy. A baseball glove, uniform, and hat. All sorts of things. Yummy. But not a cat. Not yummy. They show a real life pet cat next to it. It's so like now, the only thing that they won't put in a tummy stuffer. <laughs> is, well, that's this is where things get interesting with this commercial because we are a quarter of the way through. It, you know, 30 seconds into a two-minute commercial, and now they're introducing kind of a new rhythm to the commercial of certain things that you don't put right. in, and that's not yummy. But interestingly enough, one of the things that they say is not yummy is human food. Just here. To just Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, a child could really get the wrong idea of what belongs in a tummy stuffer. Take a listen. Not yummy. Socks, and underwear. Sweaters, hats, all fit in there. Keep stuffing their bellies until it shows. Yummy. Give them ties and suits. Yummy. They're soft, cuddly, and really cute. Tummy stuffers eat lots and lots. Yummy. Just not your so, brother's sweaty socks. So they literally said before that you can put your socks in there, but now they're showing your brother's sweaty socks, and that's not okay to put in there. But it was okay to put the uh, family's TV remote control in there. Yeah. Good luck uh, finding the remote yeah. control when you need it if it's in a tummy stuffer. Yeah. Uh, also... What is the long game on the stuff that goes in the tummy stuffer? So you're like, 
you're a kid, you cleaned your mm-hmm. room, i.e. you stuffed everything in a sack. Yeah. You didn't fold it. And they also claim that it's like soft and cuddly. It really depends on what you've stuffed it yeah, with. Yeah, that's I a real, say. real important point, right? So if you stuff it with your textbooks, it's not going to be. Yeah. it's not going to be cuddly. But what is the point of stuffing it all in a sack? Especially if you're like, I guess if it's like a laundry hamper, if it functions mm-hmm. like a laundry hamper, that kind of makes sense. Then it just easily dumps out into the mm-hmm. wash. Although I wonder how hard it is to get the stuff out of the tummy stuffer. Mm-hmm. I'll bet you the inside of the tummy stuffer stinks after a while too. If you're I mean, it wouldn't take more than a couple of pairs of dirty socks and underpants That's for it to I'm be saying. pretty disgusting, right? Yeah. Um, but I think to answer your original question is, you buy more tummy stuffers. You just in, you just get your until your whole house is inside a tummy stuffer. Eventually, people are coming over, gonna, and your house looks sort of clean, except there's tummy stuffers there's just, all over the place. You're gonna need a, a giant tummy stuffer to stuff those tummy oh, stuffers. Oh, Genevieve, there is in a mega tummy stuffer there is a larger tummy stuffer it's coming up spoiler alert (laughs) and here's a little tummy stuffer hint they'll eat your clean clothes but no dryer lint there's almost nothing they won't munch but i I mean we've mentioned a lot of things that they won't munch but it's almost nothing i love how you can see in the not yummy category the disasters that have occurred before this. Like, don't put your dryer, dryer lint dryer in there. Lint, yeah. Although, why would you? Right. But dryer lint clearly, like, creates a bad problem. Right. Um, you know, uh, live animals, somebody tried to do that, I'm sure, and mm-hmm. gotten, got in some terrible trouble. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, these are all, there's a story behind every not yummy here. And also, I think it's worth noting that they say, you don't need a broom. I, I, <laughs> I don't see how this replaces this is, a broom. I understand irrele- how it rhymes with the words around what yeah, you said. Yeah, uh, this is irrelevant to broom usage. Yeah, this is not. I want, like, I almost, I, this feels like such a parody that you almost want to hear Bob Odenkirk's voice saying very quickly underneath it, tummy stuffer's not a replacement for a broom. Yeah, like, right. it's like It's just like, what? There's almost nothing they won't munch. But don't worry, they won't eat your lunch. Not yummy. Wait, your lunch is not yummy? It's so confusing, Ron. It's so confusing. All right, let's let that one go because I have another question for you. All right. Genevieve, are you tired of trying to get your kids to brush their teeth? Yes, that that I believe kids is a real... Well, good news, Genevieve, because your kids are going to enjoy Brush Buddies. Amanda, mornings were always the most boring part of her day. Same old clothes, same old breakfast, same old toothbrush. Now... Quick. I think Amanda might be clinically depressed. Yes, and she's like 16. Yeah, this girl is too old for whatever this product is about to be. She is 16. Everything is shot in black and white right now. She doesn't want to get out of bed. She looks miserable waking up in the morning. And what's with British VO lady? Uh, this I wonder if this is... Oh, it says that this is an international commercial. Um, she is not interested in eating her oatmeal. She's plopping it around and slopping it around. And now she's going to brush her teeth and she doesn't want to brush her damn teeth. Until one day, with the ring of a door, Bell. That all changed. These magical toothbrushes feature songs by One Direction. With Brush Buddy singing toothbrushes, mornings are now the most favorite time of her day. Make your routine more fun with One Direction and other hit artists at BrushBuddies.com. My favorite part of that commercial is once the um, toothbrush brings light and color and life into this commercial yeah. and into into Amanda's heart. It's like she's Tobey Maguire in Pleasantville. 
Yes, right. Or the, um, pr- the toothbrushes, Toby Maguire. Excuse me. But they start showing like kind of like I don't know animations of of things kind of coming out of the brush, and they show a bass clef. Like I don't <laughs> think they showed a treble clef that I saw, and I don't even know if I saw a musical note. But they just show a bass clef coming well, out, which just seems kind of interesting. An interesting. Oh wait, did you see it there? Yeah, I saw it there. Oh no, there are musical notes and the bass clef. I guess like she's all and about I saw that a bass. Clef. Oh, you did. Okay, but the, it would be great if they were like uh, Brush Buddies. Uh, really cranks up that bass. Yes. Yes. Um, I wonder if the I, whole house will hear your Brush Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Amanda's brushing her goddamn teeth again. Gosh, she's obsessed Amanda, with it now. Amanda, stop brushing but your teeth. We had we were able to take her off the Paxil, so that's <laughs> right. Good. But now she's got OCD and she's just brushing her teeth <laughs> constantly right. while listening to One Direction. I think Justin Bieber had. Also, I don't know if you can load it with new songs or not because I saw one commercial that advertised a, a Brush Buddy that came with four Justin Bieber songs. Oh wow, yeah. If you have to buy a new Brush Buddy for every artist, like that's not gonna be a good that's not a great solution and if you just have one and it's just like the same four songs over and over yeah like and then you're gonna start to have and they don't really explain other than it makes this chore fun i guess that's the only utility to it but like i know that my i mean it's an electric toothbrush obviously it'd be hilarious if it was like just a regular toothbrush Mm -hmm. but it had like you know a walkman strap to it do we know for sure that that's an electric toothbrush that actually vibrates? Oh, my God. It must be, right? It's a singing toothbrush. It plays the hits. And it what each makes song's you play for a full two thing. minutes that the dentist recommends. So the songs play. I don't think this is a vibrating electric toothbrush. Really? I think they would say that because that would be a huge right. selling point. And I don't think I, my guess is this is not a super quality product. No. That's just my guess. I mean, I don't want to speak ill of it. It doesn't light up. It doesn't do anything. I think all it does is play... These songs that you like through a shitty, shitty, tiny little yeah, speaker. Yeah, I guess you're right because I don't see. Although I, I could be wrong, but it doesn't look like you can like the heads are movable, which it mm-hmm. has to be for a yeah for one of these. And and I I'm confused as to why this is better than just putting. I mean, this is a teenage girl. She probably just has earbuds, right? Yeah, just turn on your music. She can just it's play on your phone. Literally anything on. Yeah. On, Maybe this was made at, maybe this Spotify. was invented at a time bef- like as a transitional technology oh. between when we had just the radio and we had like it was like well how can we bridge that from like from before there were there was like iTunes and you know Spotify and all that to you know to then and then uh, you know unfortunately the toothbrush buddy is now obsolete looks like this is a 2013 product so you know eight years or whatever yeah. that is that was a long time um, ago. jennifer watt posted eight years ago i have that toothbrush it's awesome <laughs> john cortez more dubious says who dances while brushing teeth yeah that's a safety issue <laughs> that is all right <laughs> all right osha genevieve i have a question for you uh-huh if you have a moment Do you have a moment sure Genevieve, are you tired of getting your kids to put their clothes in the hamper? Yes. I thought you might be hamper hoops. They, put, they won't do you. it because they're busy stuffing them all <laughs> in their know, tummy stuffers. What has kids racing to pick up their dirty laundry off the floor? What's turned a boring chore into tons of fun for everyone? It's hamper hoops. The all-star basketball hoop and hamper by Whammo. He shoots, he scores. And mom, so do you. Dirty clothes are off the floor and in the hamper. It's a slam dunk. Jump shots, hook shots, trick shots. Your kids will have so much fun, they'll forget they're cleaning their room. <laughs> okay, now. The kid who just uh, scored a two-point 
uh, two point laundry shot there mm-hmm. was so happy. Oh, he, he, he did the he double did a, fist pump. Yeah, he did his three sixty spin. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they what, never show the clothes like hooking on the. No. Like over, you know, which is how I like most of my clothes end up sort of half in the hamper. Yeah. Um, we're like, honestly, if we could work towards half in the hamper, I would take that. That they eventually get it uh, half in the hamper. I know that they're kind of around the hamper. Um, I, so this is by Whammo. All it is is a, like an indoor temporary basketball hoop that you can hang on any door. Right. Right. And it, like the kind that it's bigger than the kind that would come with a, a Nerf ball. But it's like, in, in fact, what we'll find out later is if you buy this right now, Genevieve, it, it also comes with a small mini rubber basketball. Oh, okay. And you can take the hamper off and hang it on any door, including outside doors. So at one point we just see the kids playing basketball outside <laughs> and the dad comes in and like high fives them or something. And it's like, yeah, that's all the kids are going to do is they're going to throw away the hamper part of yeah, this. Yeah, because just, it, underneath the, ho- the hoop yes. is the hamper, but it'll also, I guess, function as an actual basketball hoop. Do you think, I'm not even kidding when I ask this question. I'm not trying to play dumb here. Do you think that this was an issue where Whammo says, we have a lot of these hoops and they're not moving. Mm-hmm. And we went in too big on the indoor hoop situation what if we add something to it and rebrand it as a hamper hoop? I would love it if that were the case. That would be amazing. Gentlemen, <laughs> we have too many nets. Hamper hoops fits on any the, door. So let's the, go ahead. What's they that? just uh, like they started with a bunch of bunch of people in a boardroom and someone drew a circle and said, you know, it's for kids. It's very Hudsucker proxy, of course. <laughs> um, also, they love kind of listing things. I can't remember if this is a rhyming commercial or not. Um, I think think they're they're definitely into listing things and i think rhyming too and there's one coming up here that i think is so hilarious because they list all the different kind of laundry you can put in here so let the games begin socks shirts <laughs> shorts and more and all the score. score wait hold we on we ran out of i thought we ran out <laughs> what of about jeans no way that they could handle jeans has never been this much fun he'll love it she'll love it everyone will love it with hamper hoops everyone's a winner when the hamper's full, remove it from the net straight to the laundry room. No more bulky hampers. No more closet diving. Hamper Hoops is off the floor closet and diving. out of the way. Perfect for small bedrooms and dorm rooms. Remove the Hamper Hoops laundry bag and you now have a basketball <laughs> hoop anywhere there's a door. Hamper Hoops provides hours of fun for the entire family. Turn cleanup and fun. <laughs> it provides hours of fun for the entire family. The, the worst actor in this commercial, by the way, is not any of the children. It's the dad who walks by them as they're playing with it just as a basketball hoop. Yeah. He awkwardly grabs the ball dunks it in you know as he's, he's wearing a suit by the he's way he's wearing a suit a that is so ill-fitting <laughs> he awkwardly dunks the like puts the ball in the hoop as he goes to open the door that's behind it mm-hmm. and he's clearly like this, too much is being asked of this actor in terms of like hitting his marks and doing physical stuff because he's like gotta look at the kids smile mm-hmm. nod like yeah cool dunk the basketball now go through the door 
but I'll do it all like you've done all those, like you've walked through a door before, <laughs> and he's really not up to it. I wonder if that's Mr. Hamster Hoops, um, you know, the founder of the company, um, and he just... Miss J- Joe Whammo? <laughs> he just really wanted to uh, put himself in the commercial uh, Donaghy style. Okay, Genevieve, can I ask you another question? Sure. I feel like I'm asking you a lot of questions. Yeah. I feel bad if I'm putting you on the... I love this bit. The, it never gets old. <laughs> see, but Genevieve, are you tired... Of getting your kids to wear their seatbelts? No child of mine would ever be allowed to ride in a car without their seatbelt on. So we will sit in the driveway all day. (laughs) Okay. It's up to you. Ralph Nader, can I ask you a question? He was against seatbelts. I mean, he wasn't against seatbelts. Wait, what? But he was like, he was Mr. Airbags. Wait, I thought that he's the one who, I thought he pushed, I thought his... Early organi- organizing pushed for seatbelts to be mandatory in cars. I thought he were pushed for airbags to be mandatory. Can we look this up? Yeah. You look it up while I uh, answer this question. Genevieve, I know you as a mother are sick of trying to get your kids to wear their seatbelts. That's where Seat Pets comes in. Seat Pets, Seat Pets, buckle up and snuggle up. Seat Pets, Seat Pets, ride with me. Ready to ride? Buckle up. Snuggle up! It's seat pet time. These friendly travel buddies hold right onto your seatbelt, so you never ride alone to school, to stores, to sports, or home. Okay, and- let me. Oh, he, oh t- you can wear it no matter where the car is traveling. If See, the car thought- can, if the car can go there, the seatbelt buddy can <laughs> ride just on. Love it. listing things. Yeah, that- like why do you have to list all the places cars can drive children? But what these are are um, pretty large. I would say relatively large, kind of stuffed animals with uh you know just kind of bands on the back of them so it'll go through the seatbelt will go through this thing and then the kids can kind of just kind of snuggle with these big um stuffed animals while they're driving i don't know to sports to school to home and yeah, more to court <laughs> um I don't want anyone, by the way, just to go back to the Ralph Nader thing, I don't want anyone to misunderstand me. I know Ralph Nader is pro seatbelt. I just think I read this article in Harper's Bazaar a long time ago that was like basically saying Ralph Nader argued for like the more passive, the the less control uh, or the the sort of more automatic the safety features were, the the better. That makes sense. Yeah. And it's but like he he was more invested in his his organization was more invested in trying to get like airbags and seatbelts mandated uh, legally and in, uh, you know, required to be in cars, required to be to be worn. And they didn't do as much as maybe they could have to invest in like public education campaigns. Uh huh. So that's that was where that came from, but it's not that I think that Ralph Nader was anti seatbelt. Obviously, right, he's right. pro auto safety. Um, let's see here. Nader's quest led him to the U.S. Department of Labor to research automobile safety. This work would determine the safety standards later set by the NTMVS. I don't know why it's actually spelled out here. I don't know why I decided to do that. The National Traffic and Motor Vehicle Safety Act. Um, anyway, yeah, I'm. So he, yeah, unsafe at any speed was his book, right? Yeah. Anyway, uh, I see. It, it was just more broadly about automobile regulation. So maybe yeah. I was being a little bit pat when I said he. I, I really did think that he. I thought his work specifically pushed the uh, mandatory seatbelt law, but it sounds like that is not the case, huh? I'm not sure. I think it was more his his efforts were really based around like the automotive uh, 
standard standards mm-hmm. for auto, automobiles. Okay. But um, but again, like I, I know he was obviously he is is he's alive, right? Yeah. Uh, is a very pro auto safety. Yes, of course, and that's kind of how he de- started to make his name. Um, there's a book out now. Is this worth me even trying to mention off the cuff here? I'm a big fan of the Slate Political Gab Fest. One of the regular hosts is Emily Bazelon. Yep. Her husband, whose name I don't remember right now. Um, I, maybe his last name is White or something. He was on the show this week talking about um, how the how these groups, like these Nader-esque groups, really ushered in a new era of kind of American politics and American accountability because before, especially like coming from the left, because you think of the left or the more liberal-minded people and organizations being for kind of big government, but then it was kind of the Nader crew and his... And, and people who were doing similar things unrelated to his, um, whether it was safety or social justice or whatever, um, they started saying, yeah, but who's holding the government accountable? But not from that conservative standpoint. You know what I mean? And so that's what his groups were doing. Yeah. I'm not doing it justice here, obviously, and that's not what this show is about. But it actually <laughs> sounds really interesting. It kind of sort of sounds like one of those things like, oh, yeah, we didn't you don't think about it kind of through that lens right yeah. you know um but anyway i think we're really missing out here on seat pets and look inside seat pets have all kinds of pockets and space to keep your stuff close and safe zip games in here keep a snack in there hide little treasures in seat pets secret spots seat pets instantly attach around any seat belt just secure the flap buckle up and you're ready to play i thought it was weird that they were showing a kid put his dime bag in the pocket <laughs> of the little seat treasures pet. in yeah. the secret spots <laughs> or nap and you can be sure that your belt will always stay secure no more dangling heads sore necks or red marks on your skin with what? a seat pad on your seat belt well i guess so yeah i guess if those seat belts don't you know one thing though is i do think that um parents responsible parents um well that's that's a weird qualification for me to say because I, I don't know shit about raising kids but um i am surprised that uh, how old kids are these days that they still recommend car seats yeah. be, and because of what they were just mentioning. So maybe I shouldn't have scoffed at that idea of like the, the seatbelt maybe like cutting into the skin of a kid or whatever because they're made for adults. They're made right? for adults. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you definitely have to be bigger than you think to properly wear a, an adult seatbelt, like especially like a crossbody one. Obviously, because I like stuffed animals, uh, this is probably my favorite product here today. I could see myself getting one of these. It's, Let me ask you this. If I got one of these, would you still drive in a car with me? Uh, I don't know, man. That's like a pretty intense look. Really? What if I? What if you and I are going on a date or something, like, and I'm, and, and I'm driving, but I've got a seat pet. And you're driving in the with drive, the seat in, pet. The, in the driver's the seat, seat yeah. Uh, they don't ever show it in a driver's seat context or also with an adult. Uh-huh. Um, so it seems like it might be a little bit of a, an impediment to some of the... Like, which if you were... If it was on your left shoulder, I feel like it'd be hard to turn and look at, you know, check your blind spot. Yeah. I mean, blind spots are important, but it's also important for me just to feel um, kind of Are you... Serious question. As a, as a lover of all sort of plushy stuffed mm-hmm. animal stuff... Uh, are you sad that you didn't grow up in a time when there wasn't more utility attached to stuffed animals? Because right now it feels like there's no huh. product for children that cannot be somehow stuffed animalized. I do not feel any. Um, no, I, I feel no regret or jealousy about that. I will say this. <laughs> I didn't say jealousy, but if you. What you did put you that, say? 
I just said regret. Well, like, yeah, I guess jealousy is a different. You, had, like, you yeah. added that in. Yeah, right. As right, you were right. saying, no, I don't feel jealous <laughs> no, at I'm, all. I don't, I don't have, even know why you would ask I'm, that. Why would you ask if I have a giant binder full of stuffed <laughs> animal related products that I could have been <laughs> enjoying my entire life if they had made them earlier? You, <laughs> such a strange question. That is a weird question. Um, no, I don't. I honestly don't feel that way at all. Um, here's what I will say that is going to be a little controversial among. And again, I, I have to tread lightly here because I am not a parent. And of course, par- families can decide whatever they want as far as this is concerned. But um, I don't like the modern trend of calling them stuffies. Like you just call them stuffed because, you know, I, I probably grew up generically calling them teddy bears. Okay. And I realized like a lot of my stuff. Oh, I animals see. Like we not... call Coke in the South is like for all sodas. Yeah. And, you know, I had as we've talked about before on the show, I had cuckoo koala. That's not. Well, actually, that's a bear. I pulled the one thing that actually is well, a bear. Well, it's a koala. I mean, they call they, it a koala bear. They call bear, it a koala bear, but, really but it's not really a, a bear. Right? Yeah, right. Exactly. That's what I meant. Um, you know, I had uh, Henry, a big Henry and little Henry. They were dogs. Yeah. So I understand that you don't call them teddy bears but we just call them stuffed animals yeah, i guess that's, that's what... a lot of syllables for a kid i don't know but the whole when i hear the word stuffy it sounds weird to me well the, i think it's partly because i the word stuffy although spelled differently already has a, a pre-existing meaning to me you know like some, you you're acting a, stuffy yeah some a, a thing is, yeah. a thing can be stuffy um as in like pompous or overly yeah. formal or something yeah yeah um and so yeah i stuff i'm never going to adopt that i'll they'll just be stuff i'll I'll live and die calling them stuffed animals. Yeah. But again, we don't have kids and maybe it's just different. And if kids are going to school and everybody's calling them stuffies. Yeah. You probably, don't want to be the weird stuffed animal house. You probably start calling them stuffies at home too. Okay. I'm going to fast forward to the part of this where they list the different animals. Because some of these things like, what the hell is this thing that we're looking at here? It's Do you a ladybug. Oh, it's a ladybug. Let's ride with seat pets. Here's a seat pet friend just waiting to ride and play with you. Wherever you go and whatever you do for $19.99 plus $8.99 processing and handling. As a bonus, we'll include the Come special strap free with your paid order. And here's something nice. When you order more than one, we'll lower the price. You can log on to SeatPetFun.com. Must be 18 or older to order. They almost all end with that. You must be 18 or older to order. Can you imagine how hot it would be to have one of these in the car with you? I just wish they would list the animals. I thought it happened in there somewhere. I'll I'll list them. Okay. Go back. Let me me go back. We've got a lion. We've got a ladybug. Mm -hmm. Got a monkey. Got a dog. Got a dog. um, And we've got a cat and a cow. What's this thing here? The purple thing? The monkey. Thing? Oh, that's a monkey. Okay. All right. Good job, Genevieve. Yeah, thank you. Hey, can I see? I can list all the animals. <laughs> From monkeys to cows, we've got all the animals. Genevieve, are you tired of trying to get your kids to eat their vegetables? Yes. I thought so. Have you tried... Hugh Pets? Hi, I'm Kevin Harrington, an original shark from Shark Tank. Make nutrition <laughs> He's an fun OS. for the whole family. I I like, when you say original shark, that's the same as former shark, yes, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Kevin. Hey, Kevin. I think you mean former shark. <laughs> With the help of Hugh Pets by Hugh Trition. I'm an Parents ex-shark. Know it can be a challenge to get kids to eat healthy. But Hugh Pets by Hugh Trition is here to help change that. Hugh Pets makes eating healthy and trying new foods fun for kids. Through the Hugh Pets app, kids can scan their food in real life and feed it to their Hugh Pet to help them grow. Okay, would you like to reiterate what we just heard and saw there, Genevieve? 
Uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure I was following. Nor am I. 100% so there's veg- sure. there's something to do with the vegetables and also an app phone on the app an app on the phone that is somehow the phone app gets fed the vegetables. Do you remember the little toys that I mean they these things started in the '90s as actual phys- Tamagotchis. Yeah, were those the things that they were they like w- little digital? I mean, they weren't digital. I guess they were just electric. But yeah, electronic. but they were pets, and, yeah. and like you had to take care of them, or they would, would react in some react way. React in yeah. some way. And then I believe that there are um, like kind of app versions of that yeah, now sure. too, right? Like yeah. digital pets that you take care of via app. Now this is like that. Only you have these little pets that live in your phone, and you got to keep them healthy by feeding them digital vegetables. But apparently, the way you do that is you take photos of the veggies that you're eating, uh-huh. and then they will appear as a cartoon that then your animal eats. Okay. Through the Hue Pets app, kids can scan their food in real life and feed it to their Hue Pet to help them grow. They'll earn points every time their Hue Pet evolves, encouraging them to keep up their healthy eating habits. Parents can track their child's intake through the app and even offer customized rewards. Studies have shown children like trying veggies when they're being rewarded. Download the Hue Pets app for free. Order the but nothing about this requires... I mean, I understand you're you're having the child interact with the vegetables... It's it's probably, you know, going to be encouraging them to eat mm-hmm. it. And of course, you have to be a parent, like also take eat it. But there's you could you could win this game. Your pet could be the healthiest pet on digital pet planet without you ever without eating you one, ever eating one vegetable. Yep. Yeah. Yep. True story. But I, yeah, I, no. I, that one, honestly. But you're kind of gamifying. It's also the most modern of these. Yes. And it's actually the one that makes me the least sort of, uh, the the acting and the, 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 the promises, it doesn't seem to overpromise that much. It's more mm-hmm. like, this is a thing you can do that might be like slightly beneficial. The other, pro- the other ones are like, all your parenting problems have been solved because now you can put uh, stuff in a stuffed animal. Yeah. <laughs> No. Well, you don't need a broom anymore. Well, you correctly. don't need a broom. Look out, broom. All we need is room inside the tummy. Um, this reminds me of something because, you know, I saw this commercial in part of me. And this is, again, this is completely unfair. And I'm not really saying this. I'm admitting that this is not. As a 44-year-old man who has not had to raise a child or had the opportunity to raise a child, um, I'm not judging or even saying the way I was raised was right, but part of me is just kind of like the answer to all of these things is I'm the you parent, do you're it the child. I told you yeah. to, you know, and like my parents did that not is control a... with a K or a C, you yeah. know. No, well, that's, and again, and that's I, out of fashion, friendo. Exactly, and I wouldn't necessarily look at me and say, "And look, and this lo- is the model. Yeah, this is the model adult that you want your kids to turn Behold. into." Yes. Behold, indeed. And it also reminds me of one story. We have just a few more of these. We do have to get through them, but um. I have this vivid memory uh, as a kid, and I don't know how to describe how shocked I was at the time. Keep in mind, I I have one sibling, right? And she's an older sister. She's three years older than me. And, you know, I'm an impressionable kid. I probably took a lot of cues from her and stuff. But I remember sitting at the um, dinner table one night, and I was a pretty young kid. So let's say she's... If she's 11, then I'm 8 or yeah. something. It's kind of around there, right? She's probably just old enough to be maybe, And that's a big age difference yeah. at that age. And it might have even been younger than that, yeah. you know? And we're sitting at dinner one night, and there were peas on the menu, right? We had, we had peas on our plate. And 
my sister and I did not like peas that much, but I also think it was, I mean, you want to talk about social engineering. I think it was because like, ew, peas was something that you would see in cartoons and TV shows. Like it really are peas that yeah. much more. Of course, they are kind of a drier, slightly more bitter taste and kids' palates, you know, you, you grow into certain things. So anyway, for whatever reason, we didn't like peas, yeah. but we ate what was put in front of us. I hated lima beans, by the way. That was the worst. Hated lima beans. So Do you bad. still hate them? I haven't had them since I was a kid. I like lima beans. I mean, really? to the degree, I would always prefer like any normal person to eat, you know, bread or cheese or sure. meat. But we, you know, we had to eat our vegetables. And as vegetables went, um, I don't really, I never really had a huge problem with lima beans. I kind of like that, um, that dense texture that they Very have. Very dry, you know? kind of. They're, I guess they're dry, but they've like got a, they, it beats a slimy yellow squash. I hate, yeah, maybe. I, hate, I hate a summer squash. Well, my parents put a lot of butter on the summer squash. And did they maybe prepare it with brown sugar, too? There's some sort of, like, I remember, or are squashes kind of sweet by their very nature? Depends on the squash. I'm yeah. talking about the yellow squash mm. that's, like, I experienced it and to this day experienced it as, like, very slimy in the mm. middle, and I don't care for it. Well, one day, one evening, we're having dinner, and, again, it's just the four of us, and my mom accuses my sister of not eating her peas and it's kind of i'm I'm a kid and i kind of can't tell what's going on my parents are kind of getting more and more intense with their accusations that my sister has not been eating her peas and i remember having this moment of what are you guys talking about like where would she be hiding her peas like almost like not not to jump to my sister's defense but like it just seemed like they were wrong. I was like, yeah. what, what are you doing? And, they, and my sister is just insisting, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm eating my peas. Where are your peas? I ate them. Put your hands on the table. She puts her hands on the table. What's on your lap? And my sister, I was shocked. She was like David Blaine to me. She just hangs her head and she lifts up her napkin, which she's been using like a bindle, just full of peas. A little, a and little, puts it on a little the pouch of peas. And I was like, oh my God, yeah. you were guilty this whole time. I really believed her. I stood up for you. I, I don't think I did. I, I don't think I was a part of it. You don't open your mouth till you know the score. Don't ever open your mouth till you know the score. I had seen Gary Glenn Ross at that point, of course, but I was only seven. No, um, but I just remember being like just absolutely shocked, probably a little impressed, but then also just like, how did I miss this? How yeah. did she have that many And it must be so funny lap? as an adult, like adults can see that yes, shit. You know, right? like yes. no adult is gonna gonna be like fooled by that move for long. I wonder if my sister remembers that. I should ask her yeah, maybe and see what see if she remembers it and if so what her um what her version Was she in big trouble? Of, yeah. Because lying Yeah, was. lying was always the worst like the it's never the crime, it's the cover up. Oh yeah. And just lying and sitting there and when especially like you say from the adult perspective now, knowing what you know and just seeing your kid do something in front of you and then just sitting there and digging in and saying, No, no, yeah. no, no, no and then just like pulling up like you said, this homemade sack of peas was just <laughs> I just remember it was like watching a movie where I was just so shocked. Yeah. I was just so shocked yeah. in so many different ways. Genevieve, can I ask you a question? Sure. Are you tired of getting your kids to make their bed? No, because I taught them how to make their bed from the inside. 
And it's it's flawless. All I heard was, yes, do you have a solution for me? Have you tried the zip it bedding? Mom always says, make your bed, but it's too hard, so you just skip it. <laughs> Those sounds. Like, why are they making that sound? And that what we're seeing here, folks, is... Uh, it's black and white, of course, because it's the bad, the, the times. bad times. It's thanks, Obama times. <laughs> and the little girl who's being told to make her bed is in, you know, they speed up the, the film. So she's in, in you know, speed up, speed up, sped up motion. She kind of like, she has like a day bed. So she it's a day bed is very challenging to make because you can't get all the way around it. This is a very weird example for them to be selling bedding on a day bed that, yeah. oh, that is like it's tucked into three sides. And I wonder if that's telling. Yeah, I wonder too. So in fact, in sped up motion, she like runs to one end, kind of futzes with the pillow, then like mm-hmm. kind of like just rubs her hands over the over the coverlet without doing anything to straighten it out and then just throws herself down on the bed and covers her face with her hands like it's so dramatic yeah she's just like so she just can't do it although it's kind of like how i felt a couple of years ago when i was trying to tie a bow tie i really did have that energy that childish Let me ask you something, energy Andrew. yeah are you having trouble getting your kids to tie a bow tie? <laughs> Mom always says, make your bed, but it's too hard, so you just skip it. Finally, there's a way to make mom happy, because the cool kids know how to zip it. Introducing Zip It Bedding. It's here at last, the revolutionary bedding with zippers that lets you make your bed super fast. Zip It Bedding works just like a sleeping bag, so it's easy. Now we're seeing a kid in college it. using it. It zips in just a second. Look, your bed is done. And hey, mothers, what about kicked off covers? Bedding that's loose and all wrong mean cold sleepless nights all year long. So this kid doesn't know how to keep herself covered when it's when she's and sleeping she's like and 12. it's cold. Yeah, probably hiding some peas. But with bit. zip it bedding, just one tug and your kids will stay snug oh as a bug. Oh, my God. Wanna store this all looks your like stuff? torture. Like and there's a little pocket a on the side. Flashlight? Zip it you can hide your retainer and flashlight and drugs in there. And when it's time to wash, why struggle with a bunch of bulky sheets and blankets trying to get them to all fit right? That's never fun. But zip it's all in one. You just strip, wash, fit, and you're done. Zip it is great for hard to make. I like the um kind of hip hop beat on this. Yeah. beds and more. Finally, making their bed is no longer a chore. I think we've gotten everything we can out of that. Yes, that looks like the most uncomfortable way to sleep. First of yeah. all, I like to have a sheet. There's a reason that we have sheets and then separately quilts or blankets. Yeah, you because might get a sheet hot. is comfortable and you might get hot. This looks like you're just like you're zipped up into a really tight sleeping bag at the beginning of the night and that's it. Mm-hmm. That's your night. Yeah. Hope hey. you like it in there. Hope it's exactly the right temperature. I hope it's I hope it is 30 degrees in your bedroom because you're going to be hella hot in that thing. Hey, moms, are you sick of your kids kicking off the blankets when they're hot? Strap, <laughs> Strap them, them in. in. Yeah, right. <laughs> we've, got, we've got a way to solve that problem. Oh, Genevieve, are you like me? Are you that's tired? A recipe, that's a fucking recipe for like a lot of bed wet, wedding, by the oh, way. Oh, interesting. I think. You think it's like it's immobilizing them? Right? I think it does kind of immobilize a kid, yeah. Hmm. Um, are you like me, Genevieve? Are you tired of trying to get your kids to go to sleep at night? Yes. Try schnoozles. When kids don't go down for sleep at night, everyone suffers. And the next day can be a disaster. It's very difficult because they're screaming at you and they won't go to bed and you're exhausted and you've had a long day. I feel like that would have been been dealing with it all good shit like this. Honestly, like, you know, 
I think this is a real thing that parents have to deal with, which I realize, but like. Oh, I read a lot of parenting advice yeah. columns, and this is I thirty percent of the letters. And I, I, again, I'm not trying to make light of this, but like, well, I'm making light of parts of this, but this woman really looks exhausted. Yeah. And when you think you are the, have the money quote, she keeps talking about how miserable her life is. Just listen to this yeah. in the clear. She's gonna gone girl her family. Because they're screaming at you and they won't go to bed and you're exhausted and you've had a long day and you've been dealing with it all day. Introducing the Shoes Natural Sleep I'm Solution, winner her. of the Mom's Choice Award and the time-tested ritual-based system that supports sound, healthy sleep for your child and a stress-free environment for you. Now listen to the claims of how this works, and then I'm gonna. I'm still not 100 sure what it is yeah, that I'm talk- we're talking about. They're here. gonna explain it here. They're gonna try to kind of like science it up a little yeah. bit. There's like a the mom doctor or somebody who's gonna talk here in a second. But then when I match. The reality with what they're saying, I think you'll realize why this is mockable. The system centers around Shasha and Shushu Schnoozles, the plush toy whose eyes get tired as mom reads about her adventure in Schnoozle Land. Eventually, both your child and Shasha get tired and both close their eyes for a good night's sleep. Okay, now if you heard the claim there, so this is basically a book and, you know, kind of a, a storyline, some background, some canon maybe yeah. for these two. They call them plus. They, they, they say plushies. origin story, yeah, and origin myth, story, mythos. And honestly, like if there is some sort of psychology around, like you know, getting kids like into a, a regular routine, Absolutely. and something ev- calming. Ev- like everyone that's agrees that that's the best. Like oh, you need a sleep ritual, right? And you know, and so here's a kind of literally a sleep story, and then like the, the schnoozle that goes along with it, the the teddy bear, the the stuffed animal. Um, but they claim that as you're reading the book the plushies eyes like start to close that's not true they just show at the end <laughs> the thing has these eyelids sewn that on are frankly that are, <laughs> horrific that are in the up position probably velcroed to the right. forehead and then when you're done with the book you just <laughs> pull them pull down off and, and <laughs> zip and also there's an element of body horror to that that i think if there's i were a kid would weird. be kind of nightmare inducing like is someone gonna is someone gonna velcro my eyes yeah, shut? Right, and also, and then they put. If I don't go to sleep, am I gonna not be able to open up my eyes? And why are they putting pennies on the eyes too? That's a really dark twist. In my practice, we have identified two critical elements to getting a child prepared for sleep. This is the sleep mom, by the way. The first is a bedtime ritual. The Schnoozles books every night are perfect. Secondly, children benefit from a transitional object to take with them from awake time to sleep time. And for my clients, there is nothing better than the schnoozle who literally falls asleep with them. Even when the parents are not home, schnoozles can make it easier for your child to settle down with sitters or siblings so you can finally enjoy your night out. They do actually sort of, not it's not as gross as we originally described. They, the eyelids sort of come down like a window shade. So I could see like, okay. Are you sure they come? No, they're just like kind of pulled off the forehead, right? Let me forehead, see it again. Right? I don't. Yeah, I think we had a better shot of it before. It's See, just kind it kind of, of it kind of unfolds. It's not uh, just a flap. Oh, I thought it was just a it's, flap. No, okay. it's not just a flap. It sort of folds up more eyelid like. And I could see saying like, "Okay, we're gonna put mm-hmm. Nashna's eyelids half down now because mm-hmm. we're halfway through the story." Mm-hmm. Don't schnoozle my doozle. <laughs> I don't know what that means? Uh, okay, so there are your schnoozles. Now I do have another question for you. Okay, Genevieve, are you? <laughs> tired 
of getting your kids to clean the fishbowl? <laughs> yes. I thought you were. First of all, I'm tired of not having a fishbowl. <laughs> I know. Then, right? secondly, I'm tired of not having a kid. Finally, I, I'm tired uh, of that kid that, that I don't have. kid. Not cleaning my imaginary fishbowl. Well, try amazing things. Every family's wish, their very own fish. But no one says thanks when they have to clean the tank. Don't scare everyone with a dirty aquarium. Now there's nothing. Wait, wait, wait. wait everything that's was the rhyme. Rhyming. Everything was rhyming. And don't scare everyone with a dirty aquarium. <laughs> it is definitely a slant rhyme. That is not good. <laughs> Amazing tank is here! The kid-friendly aquarium that cleans itself like magic! Wow! Just add clean water, and the dirty water flows out! Now that's clean! No electricity, noisy pumps, or filters required! <laughs> They're showing a kid next to some, I don't know, made-up product pump that is going into a fishbowl, like a classic-looking fishbowl. Yeah, it's and not even kid, loud! And the kid behind it has her hands to her ears as if a siren is going right. by and she's shaking her head back yeah. and forth over over the sound that goes like this gurgle 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 now you can give your fish friend a happy healthy home he'll love to live in and captivate your family's imagination with their incredible water world amazing and by the way it's way too small for this fish it's it's tall but there's hardly any room for the fish to go side by side. It's like the size of a, I don't know, a large beer stein. I mean, those, that, those, the kinds of fish they're showing in these things are very small. Well, you know goldfish can grow to be very big if they have the room. But they but they don't if they don't. That's yeah, the whole point. Right. Well, somebody's got in the pocket a big, amazing tank, I guess. Um, uh, also, I'm not exactly sure how this works either. Have you picked up on that? Yeah, this guy's got a spout on the side, yes. but you just fill it with water and it flushes will, itself out. I will bet our last dollar that this thing is garbage and it doesn't work. But mm -hmm. the way it's supposed to work is that it's this tall sort of, uh, it's square, but it's like a, a tall tube or a tall, you know, cube of, mm -hmm. of water and down at the bottom tower. of it's like it's like a, a tower, tower yeah. yeah and at the bottom of it is a it's just a tube that goes down into the into the bottom of the tank when you pour new fresh water into it the pressure forces the water that's already in the tank up and out of the uh, of the tube mm -hmm. and it pours and it dumps into like a you know some kind of reservoir where, that you put under it and so you're forcing you're just forcing out the old water and putting in the new water. It doesn't do anything to clean the sides of the tank. Mm -mm. I mean, it's just, it's like this thing is total garbage. Mm -hmm. This thing works as well as one of those, that ice thing we tried. Now, can you slip this onto a seatbelt and get your kids? <laughs> I was actually looking for other, um, other pictures of this, but I'm not really finding it. This must not be a very popular product. I think product. this is hugely, uh, just a huge piece of wasted, a huge waste of money. In the tank, don't scare everyone with a dirty aquarium. Now That's my favorite part. Yeah, it's good. Amazing tank is here. The kid-friendly aquarium yeah, there that it is. cleans okay, was... itself like magic. Wow. And the water just coming out of that water, thing. And the dirty water flows out. It just doesn't, doesn't seem like that's how physics works, really. I don't think it is. Um, it that's why I said I don't think yeah, this works well. Yeah, anyway, and, and it's like this brown sludgy water that's coming out of it in that one case. Um, Jimmy, this is a, a, a last-minute edition. I had struck this um, from the show because I thought we didn't have time for this, but I do have one question for you. And actually... I'm legitimately interested in this answer. Okay. Genevieve, are you tired of trying to get your kids to bird watch with you? 
<laughs> yes. Have you tried My Spy Birdhouse? Everybody loves to watch birds. But what happens Everybody when they disappear to... inside their house? Hmm. They have birdie picnics. They eat worms. Make nests. Imagine if you could spy on the birds inside. Well, now you can. <laughs> okay, so horrifying. why is it... Okay, this doesn't really fit our... I. This doesn't really even fit our agenda today. I'm jamming it in here. But so this is a birdhouse. Right. You know, like kind of a standard kind of square birdhouse with a slightly slanted roof. But one side of it is clear. Instead, of it's wood on all sides except for one side is plexiglass. Right. And on that side, there are four suction cups so that you can suction cup it to your window. And your, your, outside. your window now uh, like looks into the bird's mm-hmm. home. Now you come inside your house and you look out the window and you can see inside if a bird decides to make a nest in there, which I don't think it will. Okay, a bird will. I have several. Had, had, I've I've had several birdhouses over, mm-hmm. you know, the years I've lived in various places. Never successfully gotten a bird to live yeah. it. And they're the normal kind. Well, maybe that's the problem. They want to be There's no upon. possible way a bird is going to be comfortable in a space where it appears to the bird that there's no back. Right. That's what I thought. Like that. How would a bird ever feel safe and secure if it's like it feels exposed to movement on the other side of the plexiglass? What if... You suction cup to this to the outside of the house like you're supposed to, and then while you're trying to attract the birds, you cover up right, the inside of the window with some cardboard, and then once they start to nest in there, then you peel it away and you can peep on and those like, peepers. Ha ha! Yeah, you're it's it's you're on display. That's right. That's yeah, awful. But it's also called my spy birdhouse. Like it really is. It doesn't. It seem like an invasion of privacy. I feel like calling it like using the language of spying yeah is really dark I would unnecessarily call, I dark it, i would have called it creepers peepers is what i would have called <laughs> it birds inside well now you can with the my spy birdhouse the see-through birdhouse that lets you spy inside without disturbing Ew. the birds wow I can see everything. How did you pick a shit like this for today? Into the secret life of birds. It attaches it's to not a secret life. What science effects. knows what birds do. Yeah. Round. And what? it's the perfect size for typical backyard bird species, including wrens, nuthatches, and chickadees. And for birds that like to hang out, it even has a front perch. It's just a little, you know, it's like a little bar. Yeah. Birds can perch on, yeah. Oh, wait, no, this is great. Now they have some guy with a British accent and field glasses out in the in the wild somewhere because he's going to uh, testify here. My spy birdhouse office. Oh, I'm sorry, not British. Uh, Australian, right? Or Kiwi, possibly. But, like, all the indicators of this guy understands nature. Yes, right. right? It's a front perch. The My Spy Birdhouse offers a safe and comfortable home for birds to raise their young. And with a little bit of patience, you can peek into their world and witness the miracle of nature. My Spy Birdhouse helps kids learn to observe and not disturb, and keeps bird watchers of all ages enthralled as you watch all the action of nest building and brood raising right up close season after season. You might even catch other family oh, members so sneaking mi- a peek. That's awful. There's like a, a they kitten. show a cat watching yeah. them, like exposing a bird family. That's why they would never nest there. Nope. Now, is there a part of me that thinks like if that worked, it would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, I would love to have a bird family. You know, I'd love to see birds being raised, like, right on the other side of my window. But it would just, like, everything I know about bird behavior tells me that this would never, ever work. Mm-hmm. But you 
to answer my question, you are tired of trying to get your kids to watch birds with you, right? I think my kids would want to watch birds with me. I don't know. They'd go through a rebellious stage probably. <laughs> your daughter turns 13. I don't want to watch birds with you anymore. <laughs> Everybody's talking at me I don't hear words they're saying Only the echoes of my mind Been to lizards now, Mom. Yeah, Mom. I like lizards. Why are you embarrassing me? Uh, as I mentioned last week on the show, awkwardly, uh, we got a voicemail that I accidentally did not play. I'd like to play it for you now. This is funny. I got to say, I am a little bit... I meant to have this conversation with you off the air, but here we are. I'm a little bit on the fence on what to do with this voicemail. I guess I've made up my mind now because I'm tearing tearing down the fourth wall and telling you this. Last week on the show, for some reason, I don't know why, just because sometimes I open my mouth and shit just keeps pouring out. But I mentioned that, like, if you're shy to leave a voicemail, don't be shy. I clean these things up if you stumble or bumble. Like, I'm not here to embarrass anybody. I love this voicemail that I'm about to play for you, but there is a part of it where the voicemail lever clearly is searching for some words, and it's a little bit of a stumble. Okay. But I find it to be so GD charming that I'm leaving it in here. So if we judge your stumbling to be charming. Yes. Uh, we might leave it we're in. We're leaving it in. So does this... Does this take away all of my credibility of what I was claiming last week? I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm not I'm not calling in with a voicemail. I don't think um, this is from Brian in D.C., by the way. Put both, it on the poll, Guillermo. <laughs> both of our both of our um, voicemails come from D.C. this week, by the way. Oh. What do you think of that? It's our nation's capital. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. That's what is, I think of it. It is. It is our nation's capital. Wasn't always our nation's capital, though. I know. I've been listening to a history podcast. And oh, really? And I, I can tell you it was not always our nation's capital. Was it capital. the third? Because it was New York for a little bit Well, I haven't listened to that much of the right? podcast yet. Am I right, though, that New York and Philadelphia at I different I know times, Philadelphia well, was. Well, Philadelphia for sure. And I yeah. thought New York, Probably. too. I thought I saw that somewhere recently. Anyway, so, listener Brian. If you hear this and you're sad that I left in your little stumble, I apologize. I just thought it was really charming, and I find you to be very charming. I find this whole voicemail to be charming. I, this whole voicemail's charming. So here, <laughs> take a listen to this. Hi, this is Brian from Washington, D.C. I'm calling with something that's not so much a jingle, but rather a type of cadence that I don't hear on commercials anymore. Um, that I know, like, well, all of us kind of growing up in the 80s and 90s, Whenever there was like some sort of like monster truck rally or wrestling match, there was always like this Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Um, but maybe Andrew might remember this that was neither of those things since he grew up in Ohio. It was the extravaganza, which was like a retailer's garage sale of selling last year's items or stuff that was scratch and dent or the, you know, odd sizes. And they, they always went something, the commercial that I remember, the commercials always went something a little like this. This Sunday, 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 at the Columbus Veterans Memorial, it's the extravaganza. <laughs> Wait, um, it, um, let's see, trying to think of what thing. Uh, hot tubs at 50% off. <laughs> Electronics up to 70% off. Clothes for dad, mom, and the kids up to 80% off. 
and other things. <laughs> the Veterans Memorial. And it's the extravaganza. Admission is free. And it would always, it would always be the admission is free at the end that, that I remember the most. Um, so thanks. I don't remember the extravaganza. It's certainly not that free thing at the end. I, yeah, it feels like that. We that would stick with you. I was I was lo- poking around for. I was actually looking for like that specific. Like if there was something called extravaganza, I didn't find anything um, specific. I mean, of course, like you mentioned, like I, I thought of the monster truck commercials, right? Like in, in the classic line that, and I couldn't find any specifically that said Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. But like that was very much a trope. And and I remember there was one that would say. And again, I think this is cliche at this point, but like, you pay for the whole seat, but you only need the edge, yeah. which was always my favorite expression. I first time I heard that, it blew my mind. Um, I found a couple of those related to like the the auto, or you know, like kind of the monster truck. And in, in, uh, what what is this one here? This is old school monster truck commercial for oh from Baltimore. This is back in the nineties. Take a listen to this. Race fans, the U.S. Hard Football Drag Racing Championship. I literally listened to this a million times, and I cannot tell what it is. Something about mud ball? Is it the mud ball? Race fans, the U.S. Hard Football Drag Racing Championships. Blast and we're both this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Monster trucks go to war, climbing and crushing among the cars, including Bigfoot. Hot Rod Mudball Drag Racing Funny Cars, down and dirty in the bog. From the 23rd century comes Thorian, the 200-mile-per-hour jet dragster, two-story tall, transforming robot. Get your tickets now. Baltimore Arena box office and all ticket center outlets this Friday and Saturday, 8 p.m., Sunday, 2 p.m. Baltimore Arena, it's the wildest show on wheels. 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 I used to go to those, and I'll tell you what, that commercial makes, I would go to one I would, right now. I was now. just going to ask you, we have been to a Monster yeah. Truck Rally in our adult lives yes. at the Tacoma Dome, yes. and it was really fun, and it was, I'd never been to one as a kid, but why are these are these crazy spectaculars with like ro- fire-breathing giant robots fighting fire-breathing Cars? Cars. Uh-huh. I mean, I guess... Something like that. You know, whatever. Like, you mix and match whatever you want to be fire-breathing, I guess. But, like... <laughs> but why... Like, what a fun thing that is. Like, why has that gone... Why is that not I don't know that it thing? has gone away. I just don't well, think maybe... I don't maybe... see ads, like, for that anymore. Don't you? Not, not, a, not at that scale. Well, I feel like it's probably still more on like local TV. Maybe, maybe. we're just not like, watching. You and I the don't channels. watch any of the yeah. local TV stations. Really, I guess you're right? right. It must be out there. And you, because I did. I think I found one that was much more. Um, uh, let me see here. Because like, again, I know there are monster truck rallies. Because I mean, you know, Luke like did a story about one kind of recently, right? Like he got to drive oh, yeah. one. Yeah. So I know that monster trucks are still a thing and are still out there doing shows. But like the the real theatrical um, silliness of like giant yeah. robots and stuff like you would think with the technology we have now, it could be yeah. even crazier. It could be like Pacific Rim. <laughs> this is, I believe, the same year. I think the same tour probably, but it's just called something different. This is Hot Rod Monster Jam. This is from 1993. I can't remember. This is not Baltimore, though. I want to say, is this in PA? Take a listen. This Friday and Saturday. Ladies and gentlemen. Live at the Meadowlands no. Arena. The Meadowlands. you've been waiting for. Big Blood versus Grave Digger. That's I'm pretty classic. sure that Luke is the one. I think Gravedigger is the one that Luke drove, I think. This must be like great grandson of Gravedigger at this point. Featuring Rob and Stop and Rough Truck, a two wheel drive shootout, Boss Robo Wars, Gorgon versus the Alien, and more. 
You have a giant, like some sort of a janky giant lizard, and then this supposedly transforming robot sh- showdown with fire coming out of everything. Put it in my veins. Oh my god, I love it. You know, I couldn't find the kind of exact thing that Brian was talking about, about like the extravaganza Sort of like a big Columbus. expo thing. Yeah, but yeah. I was poking around a lot. I did find something called, and this is where sometimes it takes so long to produce the show because you just land on. There are so many montages of old commercials. Like you're looking for one specific thing, but instead you find like a anywhere between 10 and 16 oh, yeah. minutes of and people trying just to, like, yeah. Trying to the, scrub through it to find the one you want could be really frustrating. But I found this, um, this is Retro Commercials uh, Volume 361. <laughs> These are from 1984 Local Ads Extravaganza, which is why I landed on this one. And actually, I think the very first one, this is a guy who's selling a bunch of furniture. I don't know if this is exactly what Brian is talking about, but again, it sounds like like everything must go kind of energy. It's Super September at Crazy Jay's Furniture. This solid wood bunk bed complete with mattresses, only $139. Or this dinette, only $78. Or this plush sofa and love seat for only $449. Stain resistant and super tough nylon. Hey, Jay. Don't you miss hundreds of bargains this week at all Crazy Jay's locations. Layaway, credit card, or rent owns at all Crazy Jay's Furniture, Texas' favorite furniture stores. Crazy Jay is wearing a very loud um, plaid suit yes. with a T-shirt on underneath. And for some reason, people keep – you hear somebody say, say, hey, Jay, at one point. That's off camera. People are throwing banana cream pies yes. at him. So that, orig- that starts when he says it's stain resistant and they uh. throw a pie at the sofa. And someone's just hucking like pie tins basically at the sofa. And then – even though his his patter moves on from it being stain resistance, they've they got keep, they've got they a dozen pies, pies right. so like they're gonna keep hucking pies. And what I like is he's done with his job before the cameraman's done with his job. <laughs> and you'll see at the end he's like doing the show, doing the show. Then they hit him with a pie, and he's like, and he reacts, and then he just kind of like he stops acting for a second, <laughs> and then it goes to black. I love it. Just watch this. I don't think there's a, the audio will work here, but Genevieve, just for my satisfaction, watch this again. Favorite furniture stars. And I'm done. And then, <laughs> and then it fades That's the out. End. And then one more I will say is I thought so again, I was supposed to play Brian's voicemail on last week's show, right? And I forgot. But it lived in my head, especially maybe it was fortuitous that I didn't play it, because now there is a progressive commercial that is basically making fun of this kind of thing. I mean, this is a this is maybe making fun more of like a um a car dealership right like a big, a big cl- clearance closeout event or something but um it's called the home and auto bundle extrava festa Savathon. i think um here take a listen to this and i i just think it's again very timely that this would happen to come up on the show right as they're launching this Get ready. it's time for the savings event of the year the home and auto bundle extrava festa Savathon. and this home and auto bundle extrava festa Savathon. there's no telling what we might bundle home and auto bundle extrava festa Savathon. bundle cars trucks colonials bungalows and that weird hut your uncle lives in so strike up the home and auto bundle extrava festa Savathon band for the deal that started forever ago and will probably never end home and auto bundle extrava festa Savathon. say it with me home and auto bundle no one's Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good, right? I've, have you seen that before? No, is that is that running I've just, now? I've just seen it in the wild. Oh wow! I'm surprised that I've I been nev- seeing that. You never you beat me to a commercial. I know, I know. But anyway, uh, that love awesome. that voicemail. Thank you, Thank you Brian. Head it's jingle time. 
Aviva and Andrea. This is Joanna. I'm calling from Washington, D.C. with a jingle. Um, there's a huge mall in suburban Virginia called Tyson's Corner. And when I was growing up in the 90s, this commercial played all the time on TV. It started with the, like, micro-machines type guy listing all of the stores really quickly. And then it would go, we've got it all at Tyson's Corner where the stores are. Where the stores are, because it's a mall. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> now, does that ring a bell to you? Yes. We played. Now, the last person who sent this in, also from DC, I believe, um, did not sing it. So I actually feel like this is good. Like we've closed the loop. Somebody yes, has now perfect. called in to actually sing it. Well done. The person I wanna say, David, although I could be wrong about that, um, sent us in this. And I don't know exactly what the source of this is. It's actually a SoundCloud page um, that has the Tyson's Corner jingle. Now, I get the impression this has been going on for a really long time. And this is like a, well, it was posted five years ago. This is maybe like a newer reworked version uh, of the song that a lot of these folks yeah, grew up right. with. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So take a listen to this. One hour, L.L. Bean and Eddie Bauer, English Trading Company, the Disney Store Discovery, liquor store from Madeline, Bath and Body, FLM, British Annie, Esmondia, Luciano's Pizzeria, Mary Ingle, Bright Mavado, KB, Toy Clark, and Kiyazo, Chevy Chase, Bostonian, J.J. Bang, and Olufsen, B.B. Abercrombie, Fitch, and California Pizza Kitchen, Leave us Larilla Salon, and Benetton, and on and on. We've got a mall at Tyson's Corner, where the stores are. Have we got a mall Tyson's Corner Center? Then it goes on from there. Now, I was able to find some actual old school Tyson Corner commercials, um, but they were both buried in something like, again, one of these montages. This is a YouTube video that says WJLA TV, Washington, D.C. News 7 plus commercials, August 14th, 1980. Wow. So somebody clearly just found this videotape and loaded it, right? Yeah. And there's a bunch of really good stuff in here. And uh, at the 20 two and a half minute mark there's this right at the corner tyson's is everything it's right at the corner everything centering right at tyson's corner a dozen dozen stores are celebrating tyson's dozenth anniversary it's going to be a doozer of a party all leading up to cutting our 12-foot cake we baked in 144 car keys all good for prizes and if you've got the right one, winning a free Ford Pinto is a piece of cake. Tyson's Corner Center. I mean, I found a few more, but That's how amazing. the dozenth anniversary is a good joke, yes. by the way. The the fella there is wearing a full-on tuxedo, yeah. and he's got a little Alex Trebek mustache. Um, and I think that's not a wig, but his hair looks like a wig. Yes. And it's 1980. So what are they giving away? A Pinto. A Ford Pinto. A Pinto. And like, I have this right, right? Pinto became like the punchline of cheap cars, yeah. right? How perfect is so that? So perfect. I know. I that love Pinto it. That Pinto looked pretty sweet, though. I know. It actually looks really cool. Yeah. I always picture him just broken by the side of the road. Yeah. You can sell anything. All right, there you go. Thank you. That was really fun. I had a lot of fun. I feel like I can raise my kids now. <laughs> Genevieve, can I ask you a question? <laughs> 
Are you tired of not having kids? Yeah, I'm not tired of that. <laughs> that, that part I'm all set with. Um, but if you would like to tell us about raising your kids with the help of stuffed animal technology and or any other uh, useful products, please let us know. You can email us at after these messages show at Gmail or call us at 607-444-5597 uh, or talk about it on the Facebook group. You can always comment on the show page for this week's show. And you gave the Gmail, right? I zoned out I there gave the Z- I gave the okay, Gmail, cool. yeah. I was, you know what I was thinking about there when I stopped listening to you, Genevieve? <laughs> I love you. I'm sorry. Um, here's what I'm going to say. If you are leaving a voicemail and you stumble and you want that stumble taken out and you're worried that I'm going to find it too charming to take out, right. just say, Andrew, take that out. And I'll take it out. Yeah, just I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna conclude totally your voicemail you. with. Uh, I would like a cleanup, please. Shaving, yeah. a, shaving a haircut. I'll tell you what. I'll send you some paperwork that you can just some legal documents. Right. Then you can fill them out. Then leave that your voicemail. That just absolves us of any liability. So as I say, it's quick and it's easy. Yeah, it's super easy. Call 607-444-5597. Extension one four two. Request. The proper paperwork and documentation. <laughs> yes, in a separate ma- e- in a separate voicemail. Leave your message. Then email us a self-addressed stamped envelope to after yes, these messages. Please email us a, a, a self-addressed stamped envelope at gmail.com. We will then email you. Yeah. The um the documentation again. It couldn't simply. be simpler. <laughs> Could not be simpler. Just call the damn phone line. Talk to you guys next week. I want to own a boat one day. They got my dreams and they claim Saluji. I'm bound to be found like a brown John Belushi. Kofi, Falusha, Kofi.